All right. Well, welcome back to the Tuesday mashup. I'm joined by Sean Newman of the Sean <laughs> Newman podcast. Hey, Sean, thanks for joining us. I feel like this is a role reversal. And I kind of like it. The man with the, the buzzer is going to be twos this week. I'm excited. I, I tell you what, I'm happy to be here. Twos, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. So as everybody knows, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. This week's a doozy. It's going to be a little bit longer, but hey, you know what? I don't think anybody's going to mind too terribly much. So we're going to put on two minutes per topic and we're going to get started. The first one, breaking news, is that the liberals, the Are federal government, the federal government to announce end to vaccine mandates for travel. Can we just say it's about fucking time? Like, yeah, we can say that because it is. It's it's very true. Wasn't it Corey? Did Corey say that on your show the other day? Corey said it. About- I, inter- I interviewed Kathy uh, Wagenthal, who got booted from the House of Commons for not showing proof. You know, like it's just at this point where it's utter insanity. The world has moved on. And here we sit. Canada just keeps, you know, Trudeau's got COVID for the second time. And it just seems like what purgatory are we going to live our summer through? And then finally, Ryan Whitney, the video we talked about last week, calls out the Canadian government for what the airports have got going on and everything else. And then they use that video in the House of Commons, arguing about whatever. Oh, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it looks like they're going to pull the mandates on Wednesday. I'm like, all right, then becoming a Ryan Whitney fan. And it's about fucking time. Yeah, well, that's that's extra cool. And then, you know, the funny thing is, is it's just the classic, you know, that tweet he did. It was just the classic, um, you know, say the lines. What's the mantra? You know, it's just thankfully I'm triple vaccinated or my symptoms would have been a lot worse. And you're like, okay, but prove it. How do you know? How do you know? You can't disprove a negative, right? And so it's just, everybody is so done with this on so many levels. I mean, I've been saying, we've been talking about it offline, how I don't even really want to talk about COVID on here, but I feel like we can make an exception for this. But We can bid it fucking adieu. But twos, none of us could leave the fucking country. None of us could fly anywhere. None of us could get on a federal mandated anything. It was Mm -hmm. ridiculous. You don't want to talk about it. But I mean, it's like the big elephant sitting in the room. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. And I'm getting a little bit, you know, I don't want to get too excited because I know how quickly this can just avalanche on me. And I get it. You you give me back something and then you take more and blah, 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 blah. You can push the buzzer. I'm way too excited. Hit the buzzer. Let's move on. Let's move on from COVID. All right. The next one, McDavid caught red handed. (laughs) There's a video of him shmam to hell. Stumbling around, presumably Edmonton. I don't know. I didn't see a lot of homeless people, so I'm thinking it maybe wasn't, but it could have been Edmonton. There's like 200 NHL defensemen that can never catch this guy. He drinks one too many, and the paparazzi are on him. And you can see it on his face. Now, I'm not condoning cheating on your girlfriend or anything like that. If you're going to go do that, you might as well just break up and carry on with life. I mean, they're not married, as far as I know. They have no kids. So it's like, if you don't want to be with the girl, that's fine. Just, just move on. You don't need to be a sleazeball and do it that way. Mm-hmm. But the look on his face when they're like, hey, Connor, and he looks over and you can just tell he's like, ah, fuck. Right. And, that, and then he doesn't know what to do. He's a deer in the headlights, a drunken deer in the headlights. Well, I saw a really good comment on that video you sent me. It said probably the most shocking part is someone recognized Connor McDavid in public. 
Hey, fair. And, and like just the amount of booze that must have been in that guy's system. I'm pretty sure that that's the stupidest he's looked since Colorado. <laughs> You've been waiting for that one, have you? Well, I just, you just said this to me 10 minutes ago, so it's fairly off the top of oh, my head. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, that's right, folks. Twos is, he's on top of it tonight, you know, running the buzzer, checking the timer, yeah, and he's probably missed it. We're probably doing three-minute segments right now. He's running no. everything. He's oh, where, Where'd that timer go again? Do I got a timer? No, you got about 10 seconds you got left. A you got a multi buddy. <laughs> Twos does it all. Hey, we all might be going uh on holidays here pretty quick we can all fly wherever we want to yeah well not yeah. quite but you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm excited it's it feels like a good tuesday well i mean all tuesdays are good days unless you're an alberta rancher because alberta ranchers are upset that the proposal by health canada to include different labels or by proposal by Health Canada to include different labels on ground beef. They want to put warning labels on ground beef. Is this not the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life? Dude, we ask ourselves that every week. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Literally, they're worried about obesity and all these damn things, but they, like, we got fast food running rampant everywhere. We got them telling them to do all these things, none of which is healthy. And then... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. If all you did was eat ground beef every single meal and just plowed You'd it in your face. You'd be an Adonis. Yeah, probably. I'm just saying, this is stupid. This is, is stupid. This is really mm-hmm. stupid. And this is an attack, again, on people on that I Western know and love. Western Canada. Yes, that I know and love. Yeah. I. Where are all the, where's all the dairy farms? Fucking Quebec. Where's all the beef? <laughs> Western Canada. Again, anything you can do to screw over Western Canada, Trudeau. Sylvain Charlebois, who's the director of Agri-Food Analytics Lab at Dalhousie, so that's um, Halifax, I think, said Health Canada's approach to the issue is incoherent. Not only does dairy get a pass while ground beef and pork do not, the proposed Health Canada regulations also exempt foods that typically come in small serving sizes, such as condiments, some cookies and breakfast cereals, and bite-sized chocolate bars, even though these foods are far more nutritionally suspect than ground beef. I actually feel that ground meat is being discriminated against generally... Charlebois said the policy appears to be driven by some bureaucratic ideology. Name one thing in Canada that isn't. Just hit the buzzer. This is this is the dumbest dumbest thing. Like it's just we still got got 10 seconds, so I'll say this. There is one warning label that should be put on Canadian beef, and it's warning this product is highly addictive. Australian city is now shivering through its coldest start to the winter since 1904. That's over a hundred years ago. I thought that I is thought over we're, years I thought we were warming up. Isn't it global warming? Well, I mean, the name keeps changing, but they let, they settled on climate change because that way anything and everything is climate change. But whenever it gets hot out, they're always like, Oh, it's proof of climate change. Oh, it's proof of co- climate change. And whenever it's cold, it's just the weather. But you know what? If you go by their logic, this does prove that climate change is actually working in reverse. Or maybe it's proof that uh, the carbon taxes work. Right. And, you know, it's funny, like Brisbane is going to get down to 12 degrees. Those poor bastards. I know. And they're even I, talking about some, I don't know. They, they said it, got, they said it felt like 1.2 degrees Celsius. It's like, who the fuck? Is where it goes 1.2 degrees Celsius too. How is that even news? That isn't news. 
How's that even in an article? It feels like it's 1.2 degrees Celsius. Uh, that is a load of crap. They need to check their Australian privilege. Bunch of Kents. <laughs> I just want to laugh this entire episode. Yeah. We might be able to actually get on a plane to go see the other side of Canada if you really wanted to. We might be able to get on a yeah. plane to go out to Vancouver to uh, possibly, it says, it says, uh, destinations you know other places like international i'm thinking like hey twos let's take the show on the road let's go lay in the beach and do a tuesday yeah except how frustrating would it be if we fly away all the way around to the other side of the world the complete antipode of where we're at now and it's one go to some degrees? sparkling beach and it starts fucking snowing we can't travel anywhere for two years and then this is what happens i'd be fucking livid climate change man you got to stop eating beef you know, like that's that's driving this. <laughs> Not going to happen. Canada, Canada commits twenty seven million dollars on easing migration pressures at the summit of the Americas. I want to start by just saying I'll let you talk to to all the money going to all these different countries and, and what it means and what they're trying to do. But in the article, they're giving like it's way more than than the twenty seven million. A. Yes. And B. Well, they're giving yep. money to to stop disinformation in like Mexico and Latin America. And you're like, what? Like, how is Canada do like that is the dumbest thing I've heard. And I know I say that a lot on here. And I know I feel like it's every article we have on here is just like, what? Like, how can one country give another country money to tell them what did like, you know what I'm saying? What that do you mean? How? Right. They, they just they just cut a check. Well, I realize I guess if you're the other government, you're like, yeah, sure. Give us 1.2 million. We'll take it. Just yeah, stick it yeah. in. Well, it was 1.6 million for digital access and anti-disinformation measures. So you think there's a guy named uh, uh, Tooze on that side who's just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll make uh, sure we... And he, he just puts it right in his be, coat sleeve uh, and walks away? Well, I mean, he wouldn't be named Tooze. He would be Dose, but yeah, because it's Latin America. Fair. Doses? Dose, yeah, Dosekis, sure, whatever. But it's funny... Uh, so classic CBC fashion, it's 27 million in the headline. And then as you read down to that end, the government announced an additional 118 million for progressive initiatives. And you're like, why didn't you why didn't you start off with that? Because you don't want to look like you don't want it to look like the liberals are just giving away a whole bunch of money. We don't have oh, wait, that's exactly oh, wait, they what are. they're doing. Yeah, and that's how are. the CBC exists. And so it's got <laughs> 67.9 million to promote gender equality. Amongst other goddamn things, these people are absolutely, they've lost their mind. RCMP entered. I tell you what, this one, this one actually is no laughing matter. RCMP entered a home while family slept, started questioning an 11-year-old before they, they, they entered the home, twos, in the middle, uh, early morning, after a yep. girl had gone missing. And the parents, not the girl that they interviewed to be clear. correct, to be clear, they entered this home because the door was unlocked. Mm -hmm. And instead of like, I don't know, announcing, hey, it's the police, whatever. The parents hear somebody walking around and and then come out and it's the police. And they've already talked to the 11 year old daughter before they yeah. ever went to the police or anything. Woke her up with a flashlight. Yeah. So they didn't come in and turn on the lights. No. And say, hey, we're here. We're the police. We've got some issues or something like that. With the flashlight, they sneak upstairs and go into the first bedroom they come to, presumably, and open up the door. And it's a little kid. They turn on. They don't even turn on the light there. 
Everything about this is sneaky as fuck. According to the follow-up um, where they, where the RCMP confirmed that the RCMP did nothing wrong. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> According to the follow-up, they said that they had banged on the oil tank. Cause you know, a lot of the homes in Eastern Canada are heated with oil, right? Um, banged on the oil tank for 15 minutes before, before going inside and announcing themselves. And they're like, we were all asleep. Who did you announce to? And if you're announcing yourselves, why wouldn't you turn on at least one goddamn light? You have to go out of your way to be that sneaky. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to throw it on airplane mode. That's yeah, my bad. This is, this, is, this is twos at the helm, folks. I quite enjoy it. I'm like free as a goose over here, you know? Just flying around at south, north, doesn't matter. Just got to dodge a couple hunters every once in a while. That's, that's Goose may not always be a great comparison. Why not? Because he died in the first Top Gun movie. Spoiler oh, alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hey, uh, just to finish that off, that's really messed up. I, I, I have no justification for cops doing that. Obviously, you read one article and you want a little more information. And you read the second article and you're still like, well, maybe there's a bit more to the story. But the, the way it reads out, you're like, that's messed up. That's messed oh, up. It, it absolutely is absolutely every time now i'll flip to the next headline every time marco mendocino falsely said police requested emergencies act yes it was it was 10 times over 10 different days of 10 different questioning etc 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 he mm -hmm. said it like a ridiculous amount of times yeah so now there's this investigation so part of invoking the emergencies act is that there's a mandatory investigation which is probably just a stupid kangaroo court where they don't find anything wrong with anybody but they've got to go through the motions of saying why they instituted it and if they were correct in instituting it or was it an abuse of power and so mark mendocino who's the minister of public health and safety i think or public safety something like that uh, basically minister of bullshit but that doesn't really narrow it down much with the liberals said that <laughs> it was invoked at the behest of the police and then the RCMP confirmed that they did not ask him to do it or, or anyone in the liberal government. And then the Ottawa police also confirmed that they did not ask right. for it. None of them, none of them asked for it to come in. And but then he, so you've he got, said, he says it 10 different times, 10 yeah. different days across multiple months up until like a month ago, maybe even less than that. We will follow the advice of the police and of other experts, experts who are telling us that this act is still necessary. We got the advice from our law enforcement that we met over and over and over again to the threshold. This is the reason why we had to invoke the Emergencies Act. And we did so on the basis of nonpartisan professional advice from law enforcement. Yes, we did invoke the Emergencies Act, but we did so as a last resort and on the advice of the police. And it just goes on, on and, and on and on. As and so if you're, if you're sitting there wondering why this guy's name keeps coming up or it's in memes or it's in everything, it's because he literally said the reason they invoked it was because of the police. And he says it mm -hmm. 10 times. And now, now he's saying that now the police are saying that wasn't the case. And he's saying, Oh, well, you guys misunderstood me when yes. I was saying it. That's not what I was saying. You misunderstood me. They're like which time, which time was it misunderstood? Which time Mark? <laughs> How the prime minister stole freedom on the bestsellers book list. Not on the bestsellers book list. This is number one on the Amazon bestseller Num book number list. Number one on the Amazon. My apologies. I undersold yeah. oh, it. 
side note, Andrew Lawton's book, which I think doesn't even come out for another week, is number two of a book about the Freedom Convoy. But this number one, How the Prime Minister Stole Freedom, is a children's book about how big of a <laughs> douchebag Justin Trudeau was and how badly he fucked things up through the convoy, as told in a children's story. And do you have it? I, I don't. Do I doubt it. it's an exclusive, but I would like to read to you for just a moment, if I may. I tell you what, listeners, this should be fun because I have no idea what's coming. Here we go. Right. He hated it all, even the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Please don't ask why. We don't know the reason. There's still no. There's no expla- explanation that started it all. But maybe that his brain was three sizes too small. Your leadership is tainted with elitist disgrace as you dance like a fool and dress up in blackface. Our polls are now dropping from lockdowns and fear. You need a new plan and it needs to be clear. Please, can you read me? It's a whole damn book that just keeps going on like this. It's just beautiful. And it is the number one best-selling book on Amazon right now. Go look it up. That's awesome. I mean, it's also kind of like, that's where we're sitting at in Canada right now. A children's book making fun of our prime minister is number one. Like, think about that. Oh, and they're totally going to ban the shit out of it. I'm sure. <laughs> right. But I, that's what it is. So, yeah, go out and get your copy today. Um, link below in the description. Except we probably won't. But whatever. Anyways, go check it out. Go read it. It's got new, big words. So if you're a liberal, you might want to pass. New Ukrainian uh, ambassador calls European energy crisis an opportunity for Canada. Yes. So did you, I presume you read this article as well? Yes, I did. Okay. So it's just funny because the Ukrainian ambassador was, I guess, in Calgary recently and said that the answer to the energy crisis and the energy shortage and the sanctions on Russia wouldn't be Alberta, would it? Well, they didn't say Alberta specifically. They said Canada. Mm. But this has been the argument for years. We don't have any natural resources, too. What would we have? That we've been saying, you know, if if you're going to be using the oil and gas anyway, you may as well get it from people who aren't going to buy guns with it. Although, yeah, our government does that, too, whatever. But that that aren't going to throw gay people off of buildings. Like we always talk about, you know, how much um, how much greenhouse gas emissions go into the production of oil. But we never talk about how many gay people die per barrel. And now. What? what? Saudi Arabia. So much of our oil and gas comes from Saudi Arabia. Yes. And do you know why there's no gay people there? Because they throw them from the top of buildings. Yeah. No parachutes. I did not know that. Yeah. OK. So anyways, Ukraine ambassador says, hey, you know what? You guys should get involved in this. Do you think maybe you could help us out a little bit? And it's funny because, of course, the person who wrote the article, you can tell in two sentences. Canadian oil and gas producers are enjoying record profits right now due to skyrocketing commodity prices. But the industry as a whole has so far been reluctant to significantly ramp up capital spending, preferring instead to pay down debt and pay dividends to shareholders. If this person knew anything about Canadian stocks, businesses, tax, the way taxes work, oil and gas in general, that wouldn't have been there because it's the industry standard for these stocks that they pay out dividends. And of course, you're going to be having record profits if you're not investing anything in capital. 
and like, yeah, I get the fact that there's a, there's a tax write off, but it's not immediate, right? You, you defer it over several years. Right. And so, so anyway, these companies aren't investing. So of course they're sitting on a lot of profits because they're just finally, they're too scared to spend much money because when this thing going to end. Right. And so, yeah, anyway, everybody, even Ukraine now, and they're, they're sacrosanct. Is calling, for, so, is calling for Canada to pull its head out of its ass and help them out. And if we're going to help them out, it's 10 years away. Justin Bieber gets diagnosed with Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Did you watch the video? Yeah. First yeah, off, I, first off, I want to make sure that this is no laughing matter. The, the reason I bring this up is in a laughing matter. He, He's paralyzed once out of his face. It reminds me, well, it just, it's heartbreaking because I'm like, here's a young guy, 28, right? And now he's per- paralyzed once out of his face. No, he's doing uh, whatever to, you know, face exercises to get it back. But here's the other part of the story. Haley Baldwin, oh. his wife, 25 mm-hmm. super, uh, supermodel, 25-year-old mm-hmm. supermodel, had mini stroke like mm-hmm. a month ago, heart surgery. And I'm like, at what point can we just sit, like, point out the obvious twos? Like, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe healthy people like that all the time are having some weird shit go down. But it feels like. It feels like they're trying to normalize it. I mean, they're talking about sudden adult death syndrome now. Thank you. And so, yeah, this stuff has been going on for a long time. And I can't take it. I'm not taking the high road anymore. It sucks that only half of his mouth has been paralyzed. Okay. But going back to it. Ramsey Hunt syndrome is apparently caused by chicken pox. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other causes. I am not a doctor, but yeah, the, the amount of doesn't it seem suspicious has really been piling up. This is like beyond suspicious. This is like Sean's like, ah, you know, maybe all those athletes dropping down, like, well, maybe they had other reasons and all these things. Well, they're soccer I'm players. To, like, That's what they do, right? I'm right. Yeah. And, and then, okay, well, out. what about the other guys? But this one is like, like he's he's literally can't move the side of his face, and then his wife, who's younger than him, just had a mini stroke. And you're like, you can't write this shit. Like the fact that this isn't like, come on, we can we can talk that it's related directly to the vaccine. Like I mean, this is getting a little out of hand. It has been out of hand for way too long, but this is like evident, right smearing your face. Like he's like fuck me, anyways. It was bad enough when it was just hurting regular people, but now it's hurting the beebs. Well, I'm not. <laughs> now people are going to think, well, I don't mind a little Bieber from time to time, but I mean, hey, I'm just okay, saying. Okay, Haley. Oh, I would. Haley's a good looking woman. No, I'm saying you're kind of. I know you think I'm man crushing on Bieber. I'm just saying that yeah. at times some of his music's decent. I'm just, I'm just saying two. Oh, you don't like that? No, no to Justin Bieber, Canadian icon. That 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 I'm gonna be honest. That it got a little quiet over on that side. That's because I wanted the conversation to end. Let's talk about how beautiful Drake's eyes are for a little while, shall we? <laughs> God, okay. We were gonna talk about Trudeau has COVID again, but we kind of already covered that. And to be honest, I don't care. I don't really like very many people named Justin, as it turns out. <laughs> hey, Top uh, Gun. You, you know, a funny thing on Justin Trudeau. We were talking about it earlier, me and a, a buddy who play noon hour hockey, that mm-hmm. uh, he fantasizes about having Justin Trudeau out on the ice with him. 
so that he can uh, basically make it so Trudeau never leaves the ice surface. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a morbid fantasy. Although, like, I completely understand. Like, I under I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I just just hope one day he'd get invited out to skate with us. Anyways, I, I know there's people that fear, feel the same way uh, for Justin's as you do, too. So. All right. And just in time, we're going to go to the next segue. And uh, so this is something Sean wrote. Top Gun has twos ever went to the movies by himself. Okay. Expand so, on that. Okay. So I was supposed to do an interview in Edmonton. It fell through, but now I'm in Edmonton, right? No kids. What can I do? I had two hours to kill, a little over two hours. I'm like, I don't know, what am I going to do? I, I, you know, go to the mall. I, I don't know. I'm sure there's some things you can do, but I got two hours to kill. I'm like, oh my God, I could maybe go see a movie. And we already talked about Top Gun and my love of the first Top Gun that I was a big mm-hmm. fan. Watched all the time on birthdays. Yeah, you know, seen... there was stuff after the volleyball scene, though, right? Fuck off. Anyways, so I literally go, I don't know if I've ever gone to a movie by myself before, but I'm like, I got two and a half hours, no kids. I'm going. So I go <laughs> to watch Top Gun in what was the giantest screen I've ever seen. I don't think it's a word, but it doesn't matter. And they had seats that moved with the movie. Like they literally, oh, every the time box. Oh my God. You couldn't eat pop. There's no way you can eat popcorn on one of those things. I'd be bouncing all over the place. You probably end up up chucking your guts. What I want to know is, has twos ever gone to see a movie by himself? Captain America so, Winter Soldier. You went and saw Captain that one? Yeah. Well, I'd already went and seen it. And then I tell me if this sounds familiar, but I happened to be stuck in Edmonton for two and a half hours and I had nothing to do. And I was like, well, you know what? That awesome movie that I saw last week that just became my favorite movie ever and for the record is still right up there. I'm going to go see it again. So you're going to make fun of me for a volleyball scene with Top Gun and then you went and saw Winter Soldier two times over and probably stared at Captain America's ass for four hours. That's what you're telling me? No, it was Endgame was the movie about Captain America's ass, Sean. Jesus Christ, it's like you're not even a fan. Yeah, you learning new things about twos all the time here. So you have seen. All right. Hey, good yes. news. Let's move on to good news. All right. Can we go? Yeah. So we, we, we got news? a couple. We're going to rapid fire out. Federal travel mandate. Woo. Yes. Yeah. I, again, circling back to that. We don't really have any details. They might announce that it's going to be ended in 2036. Well, listen, they might. Like that, and but... next Tuesday, I will come on here and I'll be pissy. And I will be pissy all episode long. I'm not going to let it ruin tonight. Can we talk about the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew? The Flaming Hot Mountain Dew is the strangest drink I've ever heard of. Hot Mountain Dew. Supposedly with a little hint of lime. And I'm like, okay, somewhere, somewhere, somebody has done a YouTube video drinking this. So that's what I do. You know who I find twos? A guy named Chugs. He sits down. obviously. And is like, he's got a little vote. He goes, it looks like everybody wants the boot. He brings out this giant boot, glass boot. Das boot. Das boot. Fills it with 420 ounce Mountain Dew flaming hot and then proceeds to chug it. And I'm like, well, now you got to have some flaming hot Mountain Dew. Like you just, Did after he, watching that, you got to try. It. I, I'm telling Did you, what, no, he hardly even burped. He, he was just really? like, what? he's like, oh, that was hot. I'm like, what? 
I imagine that it, I, I feel like that would just with the carbonation, it'd be like trying to shotgun Coors Light where it's just a whole bunch of bubbles. I guess. I guess with a, a little cinnamon aftertaste, you know, a little yeah, hot it, heat. The funny thing is we both wanted to talk about Flaming Hot Mountain Dew this week because it's just pretty far out there. My thing, though, um, if anybody was following along on Twitter, I went to the Crossfield Rodeo this weekend to see my buddy Tarek uh, in team roping. And then I was at the cabaret afterwards. Julian Austin was there doing a concert and he was talking about the crazy seat that he was sitting in in Top Gun Maverick too, oddly enough. Really? But then this is, yes. this isn't new to you. Yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Julian Austin told me about it two days ago. I should have mentioned that, but I didn't want to humble brag. Let me tell you, I got out of that movie theater and I was ready to do about a buck 80 in the vehicle. I turned the tunes up. I was like, <laughs> let's go. Right. Like, uh, let's go. Anyways. All right. So at the cabaret, a couple people show up that were friends of friends and we're chatting with them. And then five minutes later, uh, this other guy comes up, East Indian dude. Turns out he was their Uber driver and they had been talking about, oh, we're going to the cabaret. They got a ride up from Airdrie and oh, what's that? And what's rodeo? And he's all interested in all of this stuff. And um, so he's just hearing about it on the whole drive up. He drops them off, gets like two blocks down the road and says, you know what? Fuck it. Turns the car around, shuts off Uber for the night and just joined in the festivities. And it was the it was just wonderful, happy. Everybody there was just super glad that he was there. He just this literally was his first rodeo and he was having an absolute blast. And everybody was just happy that he he felt like it would be something fun that he should take part in. And, you know, as, as hard time as we get about all being racist and misogynists and everything like that, like this guy was just a total stranger who just wanted to check things out. And he was the most popular guy there. Julian Austin was probably pissed. I feel like all of us have that night, don't we? Where, where you're like, somebody's like, why don't you just come? What, what is it? Just get in. And you're like, all yeah. right. And you hop in, you have to go have this like spontaneous, wicked night. And, uh, I'm sure everyone can look back in their past and you've had that. I don't know if I have one. Well, traveling for sure. Actually, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, you find those nights all the times when you're not accustomed to a culture where you just like, yeah, all right, let's, let's, let's find out what this rodeo thing's all about. And then you go and you have this wild time. Like maybe we should try and get him on the podcast next week to give us uh, the good news at the end. Well, I think I'd probably have some trouble tracking him down, but uh, the idea is solid. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, maybe uh, maybe one of these days I'll tell you about the time I almost went to Stockholm. Sure, Tues. Sure. Thanks, Tues. Eh? Appreciate it. It was great. I'm glad you could join us this week, Sean.